My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife and I am a proud participant in a Fulton virtual Zoom class yesterday. Do tell, right? Please. Yeah. So, you know, I'm working in my office upstairs. Which is a combination of a playroom. Closet and office. Right. Yes. So... I have no doors on my office. Um, everyone can just enter at their will. <laughs> and well, sit. T- two of the three kids have to walk through there to get to their bedrooms. Correct. Yes. That is so. correct. Well, one does. One could go in another door, but one does. Yeah. So Olivia comes out and she says, um, she had told me that she was going to a friend of hers birthday party from high school today or yesterday in that is in the band with her and they were going to top golf. And I'm like, okay. It's in the middle of the day. You have school. She does have two like virtual, virtual classes. So she has some breaks in between. They're not like normal virtual classes. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, but you need to be home to finish up school. So she gets ready to leave and she comes out and she says, hey, I'm leaving my Zoom up for my AP biology class. And I can't mute it because the teacher tells everyone to unmute so he can make sure that they're all alive. And she said, so every now and then I just need you to walk through the room and like go, ha, 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 that's good. Wonderful. Like off mic. Like Ferris Bueller. If you've ever seen the movie Ferris Absolutely Bueller and he, he hooked up that extravagant like thing and he was not even in his bed and his parents would come in and it made all this noise. It's exactly what it was like. And she's like, so if you go through and clean my room, don't be like cussing or mad because of like, you know, normally I'm in there like, where did all these water bottles come from? There's my spoons, you know. How many dirty towels does one need? She's like, don't do any of that. So I happened to walk through, I guess, like, you know, after she'd left 45 minutes later. And this man is just, it was like, womp, womp, like the peanuts teacher, you know, womp, 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 womp. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. I don't even know if it's appropriate. Like, I don't know if that was like the right okay. response, right. you know. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, before I left the room, I was like, that's a good one. But you didn't even know I, when I you were know. interjecting. I don't even know. I don't know. Was it a lecture? Was it? I have no idea. He probably had just said like, you know, this many people have died from COVID. And I'm like, that's a good one. You know, like <laughs> it was just so weird. Olivia is our 17 year old who was a junior in high school. And I'm in the garage a few days ago and I'm cataloging my tools, which didn't take long. Uh-huh. But during that five second time period, Olivia comes out to the garage and she's looking around. I said, sweetie, what are you looking for? And she said, my tuba. Is that what she plays? What does she play? Okay. She plays a baritone. That. Okay. So she, I'm looking for my instrument. And I said, well, right there it is. And it's got cobwebs on it. Hadn't moved. And she's been in high school band since she was for just year three. Well, she plays that for, you know, in marching band, she plays bass guitar. Right. That's like concert so band. I said, why do you need it? And she says, because Mr. Borger, who is the Cambridge band director, is doing spot checks now. Okay. We're outing on her Zoom. right now. Oh, I don't care. She hadn't tooted that thing in three years. No. Well, she was tooting the fool out of it this morning because I'm on a conference call in my office and the person I'm talking to is like, what is that noise? And I'm like, oh, that's my child practicing their baritone. What do you do? We're in a pandemic, people. I'll throw her under the bus even more. Oh, no. Please stop. (laughs) She had to leave the house today and go borrow a mouthpiece for her. What is it? Baritone. Because she doesn't even have a mouthpiece for it. So Mr. Borger called on her. I like a day ago. I was like, "What do you?" Because I knew she didn't have a mouthpiece. I said, "What are you going to do, Mister Borger? Crossing you today? I'll just fake it, Daddy. I, I, I can, I can finger the music oh, on her gosh. her baritone." All right. Well, we're going to get her in all kinds of trouble. So, go Bears. Go Bears. All right. On the way to the Appen Media Group at three nineteen North Main Street in Alfreda, Georgia. That is uh, thirty miles north of the city of Atlanta. What was your hype song? Mine was Maroon Five Payphone. I'm at a payphone. Have you, do you know a man that can hit notes that high other than Adam Levine? No. I mean, he can hit a high note. I have to think like if he's in concert, that must be like hard to do night after night after night, you know, to hit those notes. It's like pre-puberty notes. I was going to say maybe something hadn't dropped yet. Maybe. I don't know. I'd like to find out. Anyway, all right. What was your, he's very good looking. What was your um, hype song? All right. All the way here today. My hype song was The Bitch is Back. Oh, okay. Well, let's just start strong. Elton John. I listened to it 
on his uh, Project Diamonds Deluxe, which hit about three years ago. It's got like 30-plus Elton Classics. And that's one of them. That's a great one. And we're going to add it to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. We are classified by Apple Podcasts as a music podcast. We disagree slightly and say we're more of a semi-music podcast. We also can't play music, even though we are classified as a music podcast. So we use the Spotify Hypes on Playlist as a component of the podcast. And you can listen to every single hype song. Uh, there'll be four a week. We each have one, two episodes a week. So four since January 7th of yeah. 2020. So it's a ton of music. Check that out. If you're traveling for Labor Day weekend. Mm, crank it up. Catch up on your podcasts, whether it be My Second Act. Check out Hustle with Donna and Bill Rawlings. And also uh, a new episode of Caddy Wagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider just dropped earlier this week. So. Yeah, it was a great episode. You got to let, you know, you th- I'm going to have to talk to my my wife while we drive all the way there. No, you don't. Just listen to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist. Oh, okay. I'll catch up on your podcast. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And if you are here because you learned about this podcast in the Radio Inc. annual podcasting report, we appreciate you being here and checking out my second act. Is that how people are finding us? Yes. I love that. By the tens. Garth Brooks got his wish. He was not nominated for CMA Entertainer of the Year this week. Remember when Garth said, "I'm, I'm tired of Garth winning. Yeah. Garth is tired of walking up the steps at Bridgestone Arena to accept the CMA Entertainer of the Year Award. He did not get nominated. Nominations did come out this week, though, and so we want to spend just a little bit of time here talking about some of the highlights and misses. Okay, question on that one with Garth. Do you think he would have gotten nominated had not all of that stuff come out? I think so. Okay. So people were just like, you know what? Fine, we'll give you your wish. Whatever. Whatever Garth wants. Whatever Garth wants, we'll give him. Okay. Three people that can stay home this year are Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, and Blake Shelton. Not a single nomination for either of them. It's shocking. I mean, not even in the musical event of the year category. It's shocking. Like, Blake had two... Boy, I I don't know the uh, window for awards... Nominations, ...for this particular year. But I know that that one, that huge hit that they had... Him and and Gwen. Yeah, would have been within the, the calendar year for a nomination well that's what i was going to ask you i mean did luke Bryan and jason aldean just not having them but they're all they can always be like in the entertainer of the year category for the first time since 1979 there are two females in the entertainer of the year category that's great this year it is miranda lambert and carrie underwood in 1979 it was crystal gale and barbara mandrell wow are they related i think they are I don't, I don't think so. No, I think they are. All right. We'll check that. Carl will note that. We'll check it. I think they are. I swear. Just two years ago, Luke Combs was named CMA Best New Artist. This year, he has six nominations, including one for Entertainer of the Year. I think he's got a really good shot to win that. I do. I do, too. Here is the leaderboard for the CMA Award nominations that were announced earlier this week. The CMA Awards will air November 11th. Miranda Lambert leads all artists with seven nominations. Then Luke Combs with six. Maren Morris has five. Dan and Shea, four. Carly Pierce has four nominations. Ashley McBride has three nominations. And Keith Urban has three. Justin Bieber also has three CMA nominations this year. Why does Justin Bieber have three CMA nominations, you're asking yourself right now? Remember, he did the vocals on the very strong hit from Dan and Shea called 10,000 Hours. It's a great song. So all, all three of his nominations come from that one particular song. Um, no nominations for the second year in a row for Kelsey Ballerini. I don't get it. I don't get it. What don't you get? Uh, why wouldn't she be nominated? She's super talented. And that new project was really good. I don't know. I just think it's some, this year I think it's kind of some odd, I mean, all, all deserving, but I just think there were some odd people that were kind of left out. I get asked this question all the time. Who votes for the CMA Awards? So wanted to spotlight that for just a moment. Voting is decided by more than 7,400 members worldwide. And in order to be a member of the CMA, you must earn your living primarily from the music business, whether it's an artist, a publicist, a manager, uh, an engineer, a songwriter, washed-up radio icon. Okay. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a member. I bounce. Well, I know too. that, but I think there are a lot of radio people that vote. 
Of course, I was talking. Yeah. 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 I don't vote. I can't. Um, all right. So the CMA Awards, November 11th. Don't forget the ACMs are coming up very, very soon. September 16th. Here's why. The ACM Awards normally are from Vegas in April. But because of COVID-19, they shifted the awards to September 16th. So we're going to have the two biggest award shows. Remember, one's normally spring. CMA's normally fall. They're going to fall within uh, a month of one another. Yeah, back to back almost. ACM's hosted by Keith Urban, and we will have a bonus podcast episode that will drop within 36 hours from the ACM Awards with uh, audio from the winners and Donnie be covering fashion and who's with who and who fell down and all that good stuff. Winners and lost opportunities and all of that stuff. So look forward to that. All right. Do you suspect that Truett Cathy, who is the founder of Atlanta-based Chick-fil-A, do you suspect that Truett Cathy, before he first put his shovel in the ground for the Chick-fil-A Museum, said to himself, you know what? Who's going to pay for this thing? And where shall I put it? Right? Two commonly asked questions before you begin any project. I think so, yeah. The Grammys have announced that they are going to build a Grammy museum in the city of Atlanta. Fantastic. But the two questions that you would ask cannot be answered right now. And that is, who's paying for it? And where is it going to be? We know Fulton County, somewhere. But Georgia is certainly known for, for music. And they looked at a lot of different cities. Yeah, that was my question. Is this something that someone here in the music industry came up with, or did the grant? Is this like coming from the Grammys? Like it's it's a it's an official Grammy museum. It's not just some idea. No, 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 no. They they've been looking for a location. They've been spotting for about two years. Wow. And decided that Atlanta, Georgia, with its deep and rich musical heritage, because of that, it only makes sense that we explore a deeper relationship with the state of Georgia and the people that call home there. Here's, uh, I want to read a line from the official Grammy press release. A partnership that is based on music and one that will help us to expand our educational mission and ability to celebrate music with students and the broader community in Atlanta, Fulton County, and the state of Georgia. That's what they say. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. There's so much music. I'm hoping that it has a Georgia spin on it, though. I think it would. I've read that there are as many as 20,000 music professionals that call Georgia home. The music industry has a $3.7 billion economic impact to the state of Georgia. 4,000 music venues and clubs around the state. And uh, our very own Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, the ASO, has 28 Grammy wins. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm hoping that they spotlight, come on, think about it, James Brown. Well, yeah, I mean, just, well, and there's so many songwriters. Think about all the peach pickers, the songwriters from, you know, Macon, from Atlanta. I mean. All the rap artists. Yeah, no, it's great. In the official release from the Grammy folks, when they announced this week that Atlanta's getting this museum, they mentioned hip hop. They mentioned um, alternative. They did not anywhere in their press release mention country music. Mm. Well, hopefully it would be a big part of it. I would think that it has to be. Yeah. But that has to be an oversight in the official release from the Grammys. That I mean, we don't have to remind you of what country singers are from the state of Georgia because there are so many of them. But we look forward to that. How are you doing with uh, the changing family schedules that continue to sway a little bit and go back and forth? Here's how you can always be ready for that uh, late afternoon curveball, that phone call maybe that you get from your teenager or a change in in sports practice, always be ready with a meal from Dinner Affair. You can always have a fresh home-cooked meal ready when you need it most. And you store the fresh ingredient meals from Dinner Affair in your freezer for later. Defrost it day of, you're ready to go. Super easy. $30 off your first order at Dinner Affair when you enter the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. I want to let you know that there is a meal uh, dinner plan. Six chef-created dinners, dinner affair. Serve two to three people. Price per serving is $7.16. You can't go to Chipotle through a fast food drive-thru and feed your family for $7.16. No, and not healthy. The six dinner price for this package I'm talking about is $129. With the promo caddy, you're under a hundo. Yeah, it's amazing. For six chef-created dinners, 
from Dinner Affair. And they're offering sides now that are affordable. They're healthy. They're delicious. And it's not just potatoes and pasta. And you can choose your sides a la carte, or you can have the Dinner Affair chefs pair your sides as uh, a complete package. The chicken piccata on the September menu. Recommended sides, recommended pairings, spaghetti and green beans. The black bean enchiladas, cheesy cornbread. Dill-crusted tilapia with lemon tartar sauce, roasted red potatoes, and green beans. Yum. Free contactless delivery in Atlanta. They also ship anywhere, nationwide. There's no contract. You, There's a money-back guarantee. Kids love that they keep all the spicy sauces, onions, and other ingredients separate for your pickiest eaters. Two to three steps to get dinner on the table. Always 100% guaranteed. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. Promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, for $30 off there. The Hurt 911 Injury Group is a team of elite lawyers and doctors with offices and clinics across Georgia. The Hurt 911 Injury Group's top priority is helping you when you've been injured in a car accident to get the medical treatment and the documentation that you need to receive maximum compensation for your personal injury claims. You do not have to live with accident injuries. If you're in pain, call the Hurt 911 Injury Group, an elite team of personal injury doctors and lawyers, and they're ready to help you. The number, 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. When you're a victim in a car accident, they focus on giving you immediate medical treatment, taking it to the justice system to get you the money that you deserve. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number, 1-800-HURT-911. Chadwick Bozeman was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016. He battled colon cancer for three years before it progressed to stage four. All of his movies were filmed before and during treatment and surgeries. That's amazing. Amazingly sad, but I just can't imagine someone dealing with that. Outside of, we know now that he married Right before he passed, he married his longtime girlfriend. Outside of immediate family, there were four people that knew. In his business circle, anyway, there were four people that knew. And many of them didn't know how severe it was. When you think about being treated for something as devastating as any form of cancer, Imagine, Donna, the number of doctors that you run into. Yeah. And then PAs, physician uh, assistants. People at the front desk, I mean. And for four years, no one found out. Yeah. That while he was doing some of the most, I mean, think about Black Panther alone. Yeah, just intense scenes. Chad had colon cancer when he was at Atlanta City Hall filming scenes for Black Panther. Most of that movie, if not all of it, was filmed here in the state of Georgia. Yeah. He also took time during his own struggles with cancer to visit kids with cancer at St. Jude in Memphis, Tennessee, and also to visit with kids that had cancer here in Atlanta when he wasn't uh, when he wasn't shooting. Yeah. It's amazing. I just, I mean, I, I think everybody, it's just you were so shocked when you heard it. You know, it's kind of like, and I don't want to equate it to anyone else's struggle, but it was like the same thing with Kelly Preston, John Travolta's wife, you know, died of breast cancer and no one knew, no one knew that she had it or that she was undergoing treatment. And I don't know. I mean, you and I've talked about it a little bit when it first happened. We were just so shocked. We were talking about it. What do you think about that? Like, would you, I mean, obviously his wife knew, but like, do you think like, like if you had a friend or if that was someone, would that. Would that, I mean, obviously it would surprise you, but would it hurt your feelings that you weren't, you didn't know about it and you, you know, I I just wonder, like, are there people who were like, gosh, you know, like, you know, maybe there were some days when he wasn't 100% and people thought something or said something. I mean, you know, we want to. Well, they did about his weight loss. Yeah. And I mean, everyone wants to take the high road and say, well, you wouldn't have done that. But if you had a coworker or a friend and that was happening to you, you may be saying some things, you know, like what's going on? What's, you know. But it just makes me wonder, like, um, 
I don't know. Like, how, how would you this? feel? What well, makes me wonder how many other people in your life today, in your bubble, whether at church, in your neighborhood, at work, friend group, that could be struggling with whatever. And yeah. you know nothing about it. You have no idea. Because they've chosen to process and hopefully heal privately. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people have all different reasons for doing that. I think some people, you know, there is such a big, um, you know, physical body and, and mind, you know, court, it's, you know, it, it, it all comes together. And I think that there are probably some people who think that, like you just said, if they kind of deal with it privately, maybe they don't want to put it out there. Maybe they don't want people's sympathy. They don't want people's questions. They I don't would. want, you would want what? I would want people's sympathy. Okay. I would want. Their prayers, their healing, their vibes, their. But also their sympathy. Okay. I would. I yeah. would. I would want some attention. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. But I would. I would also, though, want to speak with people and visit with people that had walked this, through it. Absolutely. Yeah. To know what to expect. To get or, some guidance. Yeah. What can I expect? What did what happened with you? What? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a very interesting um, conversation. So what happens to Black Panther? Because there's a Black Panther 2, right? There was. And well... It was going to begin production in March, I believe. Right. And Chadwick Bozeman had already said, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Uh, he'd already told his agents. Uh, his agent was one of those four people that I mentioned that knew what was going on. And he said, listen, I'm going to bulk up. I'm going to gain some weight and I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be on that set. lot. Yeah. On that set in March. But when there's a sudden death of any franchise star the studios have to be very careful how they handle it right and it happened with um carrie fisher princess leia yes with star wars back uh 20 maybe four years ago what do we do and they said we're just going to write her off and the fans said no you're not and so they decided then what they did with carrie fisher they cgi'd her didn't oh they? my god well yeah. that, but they 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 broke down every line that she had ever said in a star wars movie and even other movies and then cataloged those lines and then wrote the script around her dialogue her reaction and, can you and imagine the time it's just like an apex of like a, a soundboard yeah. or in this case a video board of of nothing but carrie on uh carrie carrie fisher their movies I think I think studios have to be careful too because they also don't want it to seem like they're profiting from someone or that again they're being tone deaf or they don't care. But like in that situation, as you were saying, the fans wanted that, and I can see that with this too. That this almost be a final um, homage to him, you know, because there's certainly no one else that could do that role. Paul Walker passed, and it affected the Fast and the Furious, which was filming, I think, when he was in that car accident. Dark Knight with uh, Heath Ledger. Oh, right. 28 years old at the time. That's like 15 years ago that happened. And then you think of all the people that came after him to play Joker. But I just don't think there's anyone who could fulfill his shoes for Black Panther. Rest in peace. Chadwick Boseman. The uh, tweet from his verified account has become the most liked tweet in history with uh, seven and a half million likes as we record today here at the Appen Podcast Network. Are right, you going to play a little game? Yes, I love games. Okay. Now, you, know you do I love not have this game, Donna, in your run of show package. Yeah, Carl, you do, and I do, because I don't Then want I would you. have all the answers. Right. This would also be a great time to let you know next pod, the next podcast that you yes. listen to, uh, we're going to do a round of You Don't Know Jack. I love that. Which also, like Can't Be Caddy, happens to be a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown. I'm working on my questions, and I'm not going to take it easy on you. i got to tell you. Well, it's not just me. It's Susan Clark from I, Stockbridge. Well, if you recall, she introed the last episode. I'm not worried episode. about Susan. She introed the last episode, and her claim to fame was that she beat me twice, including once during Champions Week. So I'm not worried about her answering the questions. You need okay, to be studying. we had a conversation about this. Is it going to be a – because when we used to do this game at 720 every weekday morning on the radio, there was a theme there was a, uh, a theme. Maybe. But remember, know. it's a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown. Yeah, I know how it so, goes. Well, but I think that Susan and I need to know in advance. Mm -mm. Well, not... Is there going to be a category? 
I don't know. I'll let you know. But at what point? Well, I don't want you to be able to study in advance. What's been around longer is the game we're going to play right now. I'm ready. I am ready. Very simple game. Mm -hmm. You have to guess which thing came first, and you can play with yourself right now. Are you guessing too, or just me? No, I know the answers. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have known them in advance, I don't think, any of them. All right. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Which came first, the game? Ping pong or King Kong? Okay, King, can I ask a question? King Kong, not a game. King Kong, the animal. Let's not ask questions. Okay. All right. Ping pong or King Kong? King Kong, ping pong, ping pong, King Kong, King Kong. King Kong. No. Dang it. Ping pong in 1880. King Kong in 1933. I said no. Number two. The Empire State Building or Clint Eastwood? Mm. Of the... Questions you'll be asked, Donna, during what came first, the game. This is the tightest. This is the hardest? By one year. One year. One year separates the Empire State Building and Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's pretty old. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Yes, by one year. Yay! He was born in 1930. The Empire State Building went up in 1931. Okay, notate that as a correct answer. I did. I put a check uh-huh. mark. Good. All right, so you're one and one. Fantastic. Jaws or Alien, both movies. Jaws or Alien? Jaws. You are correct. Yeah, I remember that because I would not get in the water or take a shower after that. 1975 for Jaws, 1979 for Alien. All right, which came first, the game? The NFL or the NBA? NFL. You are correct. Yeah, look at me on a roll. 1920 for the NFL, 1949 for the NBA. Twinkies or Batman? Which came first, the game? Batman. You are incorrect. Dang it. Twinkies in 1930, Batman 1939. So you have uh, three correct answers. You have two wrong answers. We'll go one more. That means I won. Not yet. We're going one more. Okay, one more. One more. If it's a tie, you lose. Do I get a big prize? No. Okay. Shopping carts or plastic bags? Shopping carts or plastic bags? Just plastic bags in general? Donna. Okay. We're not asking questions. I feel like, I mean, like, shopping, uh, I mean, like, plastic bags, paper bags. What I is your answer? Used to get a lot of my groceries with paper bags when I would go with my mom. So I'm thinking maybe they weren't around, but there was definitely a shopping cart there. Okay, shopping carts. Shopping carts, you are correct. Yeah. You win the round of what came first. Shopping carts, 1937, plastic bags in 1980. Can I get some kind of shirt dun, or something? Dun, dun. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Carol Baskin is getting so much traction right now because Dancing with the Stars just announced that she is going to be part of the cast for season 29. What? Listen, she has years of experience dancing on her husband's grave. Oh, my gosh. Allegedly. You know, here's the thing about Dancing with the Stars. Being, you're the pro, you're the star, and you're told, listen. Oh, you got paired with her? You, you got Carol Baskin. Well, imagine being her competitors. She, she does, She'll kill them. Carol Baskin was uh, introduced to the world in the Tiger King Netflix docuseries that starred Joe Exotic as well. I'd rather see Joe Exotic dancing. Well, Carol you Baskin. can't. He's in jail. Here's the thing about Dancing with the Stars. It's a total shakeup this year. Like Tom Bergeron, who hosted it forever, is out. Um, Aaron Andrews, who hosted it forever, is out. And so it's like Tyra Banks is like the new, and she's like the executive producer too. And she said she's changing everything around. I loved Tom Bergeron. I did not want him to go anywhere. I thought he was good. I don't know if the judges are the same, but I mean, I guess will they be dancing in a ballroom with nobody there? I would imagine because it's coming up soon. Yeah. It was like a couple of days, I think. Here's a cast for season 29. NFL superstar Vernon Davis cheers Monica Aldman. Cannot wait. Who is she? Monica. She was so her real name. Her real name and her her character name are both Monica. Well, she's not a character. You remember she was the one who she ran the program. In Cheers, the about the bar in Boston. No Cheer on Netflix. Remember Cheer? We watched it every week. The documentary. 
about oh the school about the J the community college yes. cheerleading team. Yeah, it's okay. Monica. I thought it was Cheers, like oh where Norm's gosh. from. No, I was like, wow. I mean, no. there needs some medics on stage for that. No, and she's going to be great. Although cheering and dancing are two different things, but I think she comes. She she's going to be a sleeper. Uh, actor Jesse Metcalf. He's he's from cute. Desperate Housewives. Fame. Yes. Uh, rapper Nelly had nothing going on. Yeah. He's in. Uh, from the MTV show Catfish, the host Nev Shulman. Yep. The Bachelorette's Caitlin Bristow. AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. He could give it a good shot. Chriselle uh, Stoss. I have no idea who that is. Okay. We've got, have you, I've watched one episode of The Selling Sunset. What is Selling Sunset? It's kind of like a million dollar listing. It's like a real estate show on Netflix, but everyone is cracking up about these people because I think it's come out now that they're actually not real estate agents. They're actors and actresses. And like they never leave the office to go sell anything. They just sit around and talk and in gossip. the office. Yes. Well, that's where you get your storylines, the best, the juiciest ones. Crazy. Really? Is million dollar listing like that? No, it, I, I love million dollar listing because you actually get to see like the properties and stuff. All right. Who's that actress? I can't even pronounce her name. Oh, she's adorable. Sky Jackson. She was in, she was the little girl <laughs> that was in the Disney show. I can't remember which one it was. Okay. But it was so good. And she was she's the youngest. She is actually the youngest performer. Johnny Weir, the Olympic figure skater, is Cannot in. Cannot wait. Actress Ann Hesh, who uh, she was with Ellen, wasn't she? Yeah, I think that's her claim to fame. NBA superstar Charles Oakley, Carol Baskin, and uh, Justina. Machado. Her. She's an actress, too. So there you go. Dancing with the stars. Carol Baskin. Killed her. Husband whacked him. Mm. Labor Day weekend is upon us. And... We encourage you to uh, wear a mask. You know, we saw spikes after Memorial Day and also July 4th. We encourage you to social distance, but also to to have fun. And again, if you're traveling or you're going to be on the beach, check out the Spotify Hype Song playlist. And you can also catch up on episodes of uh, any of the three podcasts that collectively we uh, we produce. For Labor Day weekend, in Hall County, up near Lake Lanier, if you're headed that way, they're doing all sorts of free giveaways at Gallery Furniture on Brown's Road to Gainesville. And you've got to go right by there to get to your boat at Lake Lanier. Right by there. I want to focus on something that they have now on the showroom floor, but I don't think that it's going to be there much longer. Matter of fact, if you're one of those people that have a little more time on the front end of hopefully what's going to be a three-day weekend for you, uh, I would visit Gallery Furniture for this deal. Buy front, it, front buy it the on the front end and pick it up on the back end. Exactly, because this is not going to last. These have just arrived at the warehouse. Uh, it's a sofa loveseat combo. The regular price is 2699 This weekend, while supplies last, fifteen ninety nine. I mean, that's amazing. Price. And that's with power. You get uh, power for the price of manual. It's in stock right now. While supplies last, you can take it home today or pick it up on the back end of your Labor Day weekend. It's got a durable PU cover, which makes it very kid and pet friendly. So that's fifteen ninety nine for the sofa and love seat. That's uh, over that's eleven hundred bucks off. There's also a recliner that is uh, priced regularly at eight ninety nine. While supplies last four ninety nine. Yeah, and these are awesome. They have cup holders built in. They're really pretty. I mean, they look, you know, that's the great thing about like sectionals and that type of thing. You want something that looks like a really nice piece of furniture when you don't have nine people around. And these do. Um, they, If you have a smaller room, you can organize it differently so it doesn't take up a ton of room. But they're great for gathering your whole family around, as we've been talking about, having everybody around to watch movies, watch TV, hang out together. And that price is unbelievable. If you do the sofa loveseat combo and the recliner, 11 is $1,500 off. Yeah, it's amazing for your yeah. entire room. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Uh, ask for the Wolfman. You know the Wolfman. If you, my goodness, I mean, is there any other business icon as large as the Wolfman in the Atlanta area? Over three decades, over 30 years, locally owned small business. Recliners and 299, tons of bedding options. Ask for Donna, who's still there, and Donna's daughter, Marilyn, at Gallery Furniture on Facebook. Ask for Wolfman and Donna. Hemp Pharmacy on Wimmer Parkway in front of the Home Depot. I want you to talk about bath bombs and, and the relief that you get from 
bath bombs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing, too. If you are new. Well, tell me what a bath bomb is, first of all. Well, it, that's what I was going to say. If you're kind of new to the CBD train um, and you're kind of like, I don't want to take a gummy. I don't want to do a tincture yet, but I, I want to, you know use some of the products these bath bombs are a great stepping stone so they they smell amazing they have great flavor um, flavors they're not flavors but smells and um they they're like just a regular fizzy bath bomb so you put your water in and then you put the bath bomb into it and it just fizzes the water turns it a beautiful color and it's just calming and relaxing you know if you're someone who loves to take baths these are a great way to unwind at night um, you put one of the bath bombs in and it's just it helps you with any kind of aches and pains you're feeling and just kind of calms you and that they like I said they smell divine so I mean even if you're just going to take a regular bath you know usually you put something in there to kind of make it smell better and calm you down some and they have them in lavender they have rose they have all different kinds and that's a great way to just kind of start using CBD if you're one of those people who's like I'm not going to take anything I don't want to do that this is a great way to start pet treats we had some horrific storms last week you know we keep having them I cannot tell you how many people I saw posting on social media with their animals under the covers in the closets everywhere these CBD pet treats are great for your animals they come in different um, levels and again these do not knock your pets out they just make we give them to them at night our dogs are going to go to sleep anyway but it just kind of keeps them from barking every noise every piece of wind and anytime there's going to be bad weather I go ahead and give them one just to kind of keep them calm down. I tell Sally and Roscoe, who are our hound dogs, that uh, I say, is mommy giving you your brownie yet? And they just kind of. They get excited. Yeah. Yeah, and along the Not lines. Not too excited if you've already given it to them. Exactly. You know, they just kind of look up. Along the lines with the um, bath bombs and so forth, they have some amazing <laughs> lotions, some um, hemp lotions that just smell so good, and they're so natural. You feel good putting the product on your skin. It's all natural. The questions that you have about using CBD products can be answered by Christian Richard Broth. They live in Roswell, and they are proud owners of the Hemp Pharmacy, Wimmerwood Parkway, in front of the Home Depot. Uh, go in, swing by, say hello, drop the podcast name, and score a free edible. No purchase necessary. Uh, free edible includes, uh, you can pick from a couple different things, but one of the picks is a 500-milligram CBD uh, candy bar. And I'm going to offer you an unbelievable discount off your first order at the Hemp Pharmacy. Uh, reach out to me on social media or reply to the letter, which hits your inbox every Saturday at 910, or call the podcast text line and voicemail line. And I'll let you know about that first uh, order discount, 20% off. And I'll mm-hmm. also deliver it to you in the Atlanta area. I'll take it to you. We'll have lunch or something. The Hemp Pharmacy. Edibles, topicals, smokables, tinctures, American-made, locally owned and operated, the Hemp Pharmacy. So in addition to checking in at the Nook Stop and looking for messages in your bottle, that's not code. What is that? That's not code. Next time you log on to Animal Crossing. Okay. Do you have that? On the Nintendo Switch, you can now post Biden signs on your deserted island. Or your yard, right? Well, I think that Animal Crossing New Horizons is, is a deserted island, I think. Oh, and you have to kind of build it? You have to build your right. island? you build it from scratch, just like the original. Yeah. And you may be able to get the Joe Biden presidential signs in the original, too. I've just read... This yeah. week where yeah. the Biden campaign is now saying, absolutely, we endorse this. The Trump campaign, not so much. Going to share with you the two statements from both campaigns. Uh, yes. What? Nothing. Go ahead. What? Share uh, them equally. About using campaign signs in a game that is geared to 13-year-olds, maybe? I don't no, know. I think there's a lot of older people probably playing this. Okay. President Trump's campaign was dismissive of the stunt. And said, quote, this explains everything. Joe Biden thinks he's campaigning for president of Animal Crossing from his basement. Mm. The Trump campaign will continue to spend its revenues and resources campaigning in the real world with real Americans. And there still has been no Joe Biden boat parade. Okay, so what did (laughs) what did the Biden campaign say? (laughs) We had a huge Trump boat uh, parade about a week ago. Um, you know what? I don't have their statement. Well, I think they just said, let's sell their signs, you know? I, I must have deleted it by accident, I'm sure. <laughs> they said, put our signs in your yard, I guess, in your Animal Crossing well, yard. They, they, they're a part of this, and they have made four signs available. Um, one sign has the Biden-Harris logo. The other one says Team Joe. And then the E 
<laughs> rendered in, in, in different co- pride colors, I think. And then the fourth is, uh, you've seen the image of like Joe's sunglasses, his aviator yes. sunglasses. That's the fourth image that is available. I've seen Animal Crossing before. These Our kids played it. There's like a little pig going across the road and you're trying to like scavenge for like, <sighs> bless you, Excuse scavenge me. for like coconuts and yeah. stuff to like build up your house huts and stuff. Yeah. Right. Which, by the way, costs money. Well, there I was going to talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bless you. Excuse me. Allergies are horrible in Atlanta. Mm, they are. You can, um, um, I forgot what I was going to say. That sneeze just blew my thought. Right well, you can buy anything to make your, you can like, if oh, you. The, I was, yeah, the yeah. in-app purchases. Yeah. Be aware of those. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, are the Joe, are the Biden campaign signs free? I don't know. Oh, I don't I would know. Ima- I imagine they are. Because they want know. them all over your neighborhood. Right? Yeah. Your virtual neighborhood. A million dollars in one day. What if by the end of the day today, you could make a million dollars? I'm in. For anything? Well, I don't know. Okay. Would you show your hot pocket or your floppy drive? No, I would not. I don't even know what those are. For a million dollars? No. Your ladies low to pay? Stop. Okay. Your parts? No. We introduced you to OnlyFans on this podcast long before it became part of pop culture. Would you agree that it is part of pop culture? I think it is. I mean, you know, I didn't think it was. And then I heard now that's like I'm hearing it all the time. And someone told me, I'm not going to tell you who this is, but someone in my circle told me that you can make quite a bit of money selling foot, like foot pictures. Like a friend of yours said that? I'm not going to talk to you about it, who it was or a girl or boy. But you can make money doing foot videos for these people who have foot fetishes. Like you can make a ton of money. OnlyFans is a content subscription service. And creators earn money from users or fans who subscribe to their content. And content can go anywhere. Dorinda from Real Housewives of New York charges just four ninety nine a month. Yeah. I can't imagine that I won't see Dorinda's parts. But well, you're not going to see. She just goes around New York and shows people things. Uh, Casanova, a rapper, uh, uh, is $50 a month. Black China is $50 a month. And she does, like, foot videos. She does. And when she stomped grapes, she got 1.1 million views. Okay, and imagine what she's charging. And so you didn't have to show any other, other than no, your feet. it's you not always seedy. Hey, Donna, I think that probably 90% of the content, if not more, on OnlyFans is, would be considered quite seedy. I, I think so. I think it started out, I think it's becoming now more mainstream. Because, like TikTok and all these other things, it's basically another avenue for people to provide content. And, like, on TikTok, you can't pay people. You don't pay those people directly for the content you know what i mean so um it's it's kind of like a subscription service like people could do that i guess through youtube but i believe mark this day down i believe that only fans will also start to fragment away from the dirty part stuff and it could be someone giving jeffree star who all these kids love who does all these makeup tutorials i could see people you know it's a membership for 10.99 and you know he's constantly Providing content on how to contour. And you don't think it's always going to be dirty stuff? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Or maybe there will become another, you know, another stream similar to this. But I think, again, there's something there for people because they want to have a connection with their fans. And, and again, you can have that on TikTok, but all you're doing basically is watching someone dance and do stuff. This could be, you know, imagine like, I mean, you could take it all the way to the place of like, you have some Olympic you know gymnast or something that gives tips and you pay i mean it, it, you could have Mar- like a private squad. yeah you could have uh martha stewart or someone doing a private you know constant cooking lesson and, th- and basically it's for you only fans and you're paying for that content right. monthly i'm not interested in any of that okay you're just interested in the dirty stuff here's why only fans is back on your radar since the podcast when you were introduced to it months ago on my second act there's an actress and her name is bella thorne how do we know her she used to be on um, a Disney. I think all these people come. All these They're little dirty. These Disney kids are dirty. Well, they don't start out that way. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Okay. Anyway, so Bella Thorne decides she's going to sign up for OnlyFans, and she made one million dollars in one day. The day that her boobs went hot, she made one million dollars in a twenty-four hour period. Just like this is the analogy I got about OnlyFans, and it makes sense. Follow me here. If you go to a titty club and you pay the cover at the door, you can look around a little bit. Let's just say an adult club. You can look around a little bit. Now, if you would like some attention and some private time. It's going to cost you. Uh, maybe a spin around. 
it's going to cost you extra. Yeah. Only fans is that same way. Yeah. What was that sign? Was that Just the whole please. stop sign? Was don't. that your stop sign? Stop, yeah. please. Don't sign go any, not that at all. Don't go any further. So same, same, same business model for OnlyFans. You pay your monthly subscription fee oh, just yeah. to get in the door. Yeah. But if you want to see some cankles, you're going to pay extra. Right. On the feet videos. Yeah, no, absolutely. And what they call um, 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 pay-per-view, a pay-per-view feature, and you can also tip. So Bella Thorne, the day that she joins OnlyFans, says, listen, I've got, Donna, I'm going to handle this mm-hmm. tastefully. Tastefully. Mm-hmm. Taste, tastefully. Tastefully. <laughs> she says, if you want to see my boobies and other bits and pieces, it's going to cost you $200. And I'm going to give you um, some pictures. Well, everybody signed up to see her parts. And turns out the photo that she provided to everybody who paid $200, she was not nude in it. Mm. So everybody raised Kane Donna. And they wanted their money back. And I don't blame them. Yeah. So what happened is they had to charge, they had to refund all of this money. Mm. So now there are new rules for OnlyFans content creators. And it affects those that just want to save their parts to pay their light bill. Yeah. Because you used to get paid every seven days. By OnlyFans. Yeah. Now you have to wait 21 days because they have to make sure all the money is processed. And it's going to clear. And, and that it's you're actually going to show your parts if yeah. you say that you're going to. Yeah. There's also now a cap of $50 on any pay-per-view post from creators. And that would be the picture that she claimed she was going to be naked in. Mm. And she wasn't. Used to be $200. So now they've lowered that to $50. And all the sex workers are saying, but wait a minute. We've been here for a while on OnlyFans. And we've never... Not showing our parts. And she's come in and messed this up. So everybody's really upset with her. Mm. Nothing from you? No. I mean, you know, listen, I find it. I think the bigger conversation from all of this crazy stuff is like where the world is going. You know, again, you're kind of right. You used to have to go out and obviously you can't with COVID. But I mean, even the OnlyFans has been going on outside of even COVID. I'm sure it has gone way up in COVID. But I mean, you don't have to leave your house to do anything anymore. You know, it's just you pay a subscription and you can see people's parts and stuff. It's just crazy. It's crazy. May not be Bella Thorne's boobies, but it may be, you know, someone that you're somewhat interested in, in their boobies. Here's the thing I don't like about it. I think our kids read this stuff. And again, our kids are growing up. Or listen to the parents talk about it on their podcast. Well, again, bigger conversation. I think this generation, I shouldn't say this generation, that always sounds bad, but kids are growing up thinking that everything is a get rich quick. No, and not that, but also that it's a get rich quick scheme. That, you know, you don't have to work. You just. I don't know where that came from. Everything you can make money you know, doing things like this from your house, you know, because all you hear about, well, you just hear about like the Cardi B's and those people that make so much money. You know, coming from the mom who sings WAP. I don't sing WAP. Around Donna Choke. I don't sing WAP. Okay, let's move on. This has been a difficult day. So uh, get your flu shot and say get a, what, $10 gift card to Publix. I just wanted to point that out if you're struggling with money right now. Says he who won't get a flu shot. I'm not going to get one, but I'm going to march the kids in there and take their gift cards so that we can get some Shastas. Okay. Well, they say you need to get your flu shot this year. Now more than ever. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. All right. Some pop peeps for this episode. Uh, Katie Deering lives in Noonan, Georgia, in Coweta County. For the record, I read every email, and she's referring to the letter, which comes out this Saturday. It's our free weekly uh, e-newsletter. Even if I'm behind in the podcasts, I listen to you forever on Kicks. I was so excited to hear you back with your podcast. Tell Donna I'm all for left on red. Yes. And glad that Richard the Beaver is safe. Me too. Thanks for everything y'all do. Off to run some errands and listen to the podcast. Hope y'all have a great week and weekend, Katie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Katie. Checking in. Um, Let's see here. Lynn Otis. Lynn, she opened by saying, I'm so thankful for your second act. After every episode, I say, you need to send him a note. Here goes. And she sent me the nicest email, but some highlights. Well, they were all highlights, of course, but, but. Lynn had a second act. She worked for Delta Airlines here in Atlanta for 20 years. Then she went back to a job that she had before Delta with uh, Norfolk Southern Railroad. I mean, these are huge companies. She was there for 12 years until that job got outsourced. So she writes, now I'm actually on act three. 
I was very fortunate to have been hired by Chick-fil-A Corporate. I work at the support center and lead a group of restaurant-facing analysis that have kept the restaurant drive-ins functioning at lightning speed, which they always... even. Oh, my gosh. We said before, everybody jokes on social media. We said it before on this podcast. Chick Fil A should be running the COVID nineteen testing program for the U.S. government, and 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 we need Lynn to to run every carpool across the world. I love the new Candy Wagon podcast. I follow Canine Raider on Instagram, and I'm loving the peek behind the curtain in the Canine Police world. My brother in law retired from Alpharetta Police and then worked to work for the Milton Police Department. I haven't had a chance to hear Donna's new podcast yet, but I'm sure it's fantastic. And it is Lynn. Check Thank out you, Lynn. Hustle. But uh, she also listened for years and years and years to me on terrestrial radio because she called one day begging me for free tickets to the ACM awards in Vegas. And I didn't have any, but I said, here, I'm going to send you a link. Here's a little backdoor link, Lynn, where you can get some tickets. And she bought them and we didn't know this, but we were on the same return flight. No way. From Vegas to Atlanta to oh. Hartsfield after the ACM. <laughs> mm. Because Terry Clark was on that flight as was Clint Black. Mm. 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 Because they came through Atlanta and then flew to Nashville. I bet that was shaky coming down the aisle. Huh? <laughs> coming down the main aisle. Yeah yeah. 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 All right. Reach out to us on the text and voicemail line 770-464-6024. 770-464-6024. Uh, include you. I'll check that as we record. Mm. Check your name uh, or leave your name and number or your city, whatever you believe. So we can give you a proper pod peep shout out. And as I punch up the line, there is no one. Okay. That number again is 770-464-6024. You can say, hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack. And the most recent episode of my podcast uh, will play. And we have a small ask. Give you three things if you're able. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Also subscribe to Caddy Wagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider and Hustle. Both available now at the same place you're listening to this podcast. Rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod and show our sponsors some love. And they include DinnerAffair.com, DinnerAFARE.com. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. 1-800-HURT-911 and the Hemp Pharmacy on Windward Parkway. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also the curator of our weekly e-letter, The Letter. And you can subscribe for free. Text left on red, no spaces. The color is red, R-E-D, to the number 22828. New episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Athens Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.